Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark Review podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a longtime Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy. I'm a former Hallmark hater. Today we're discussing True Justice Family Ties, which originally aired on Friday, January 12th on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Come hang out with us once the podcast is over. You can find us on Instagram in two places. Our Hallmark account is Girls Gone Hallmark, and our Ladies Lifestyle account is at Megan and Wendy. We have an awesome Facebook group, too. It's called Girls Gone Hallmark in Facebook groups. Come give us a join. We got a few new people over there over the holiday season and after our bracket that we did, our tournament bracket. It's one of the best places on the internet. It's a great group. It's a great group. If you're looking for like-minded Hallmark viewers who like talking about movies, who like talking about Inside Baseball, you know, it's good. Did I use that right? Inside Baseball? The people there are so nice. Nice and smart and come from like the most interesting backgrounds. And like really interested in other people. I just, I really, every day I find something very interesting about that. Agree. Girl. So come, I'm going to leave a link in our show notes, but it's Girls Gone Hallmark. You'll be able to find it if you search on Facebook. Hey, not so nice. Hallmark Media has announced a series of high-level layoffs. Yeah. Um, the chief marketing officer, the chief people officer, the executive vice president of research, and the head of distribution, all four of those roles were women. Mm-hmm. Um, they're described as major cutbacks and they have said that their goal is to strengthen their focus. The spokesperson says some executive roles were eliminated while new and expanded roles were created to forge new opportunities that will strengthen our focus on our core and build new capabilities for our consumers and viewers. Out with the old, apparently. So I'm going to share an analogy that I shared on Reddit, and it might give me away on Reddit. (laughs) I was talking to my husband about this because those four executives were hired by previous CEO, Wanya Lucas. And, of course, she resigned last year sometime. Mm -hmm. And I was telling him, he's like, look, he's like, it's not that big of a deal. He's like, it's when a, a coach gets fired. His support staff goes too. His team goes too. And I imagine that those uh, four execs were probably kept on through countdown to Christmas, you know, the end of the year. Mm. And then I don't think it was – it probably was not a surprise to them. Yeah, they saw the writing on the wall. Exactly. Anyway, the the clickbait title was like – made it sound like – Sure. Dire straits over there. I don't think that's the case. It's just a regime change. Exactly. And I know – In our group, it was discussed about as well as on Reddit. Like, oh, no, what's going to happen at Hallmark? They're not going backwards, folks. I'm not worried. I'm not worried either. Not at all. I want to talk about our awesome tournament bracket that we did. So fun. Instagram stories. All the credit goes to Wendy on that one for executing. I, I made a lot of errors, but I'm a human. But I think in the end, it was still fun. And if you didn't know... A Biltmore Christmas one for best movie. (laughs) That is unsurprising. But were there any surprising moments to you? Surprising moments to me, yes. Round and round went out fairly early, I thought. 
I wonder how many people skipped that because of the Hanukkah movie. They're like, mm, I'm not here for that. And then missed out on a good movie. It has all the warmth of the Christmas movies, just at a different holiday. Agree. And I think it might be my favorite movie of the entire year. Uh-huh. Was just so good. Also, a uh, big surprise, Mystic Christmas made it real far. Yes. I love that movie too. But I think people were a little surprised like how far I had it had gotten. Yeah, the final two ended up being Santa Summit and Biltmore. Santa Summit gave Biltmore a run. Really did. It um, wasn't a blowout. No, not at all. But and I think you have like your viewers who are like true romance fans, and then you have viewers who are into comedy. Yes. What I loved is that we had like the writer of a Santa Summit like sharing our stuff. Mm-hmm. We had several actors from the movie sharing and voting for, you know, mm-hmm. it was just awesome to see. It made me so happy. It was really fun. I, I love it every year. I had somebody message me. They're like, oh, I'm so sad. It's over now. So I say stay tuned because Wendy's got big ideas. We're dreaming up some other fun, fun interactives for the listeners. Hey, speaking of fun stuff, let's hear a synopsis of True Justice. Family ties. Right. A law school student and her friends set out to prove her brother's innocence, but the only way to clear his name is by finding the real killer. Ruh-roh. Time for news and notes. I see what you did there. (laughs) This movie was directed by Jonathan Wright. He's no stranger to Hallmark having directed A Not-So-Royal Christmas from the 2023 Countdown to Christmas lineup. He also directed Family History Mysteries Buried Past last year, as well as The Royal Nanny and Jolly Good Christmas in 2022. You know, um, Jonathan Wright and I have DM'd a little bit. He's very nice and was like, please let me know if you have any questions. I want to just share that he shared, this is not like, what's the word I'm looking for? This is not like... um, secrets of the trade Mm. i don't know um he had a cut a bunch from this movie so he was worried like for time Mm. like he said like 20 minutes out of it or something so he was worried that it was gonna be a little confusing keep this in mind Mm -hmm. he was worried it was gonna be confusing because he had to cut so much Mm -hmm. for it Mm -hmm. this script was written by nikki deloach and her writing partner megan mcnulty of course, we know Nikki DeLoach as an actress, mm-hmm. right? Um, she was in this movie for like maybe five minutes. Maybe her scenes got cut. I don't know. No laughing there. No. <laughs> no I think I want the comment about how long she was in it. We'll get into it. Okay. Okay. Um, she has only one previous writing credit, which was Christmas for Keeps from 2021, uh, a movie I have not seen. No. I don't even, it's like not ringing even a single bell for me. I wonder if 2021 is correct. Maybe my notes are wrong. No, I'm sure it is. Um, I did read the synopsis for it and I was like, oh, I'm kind of interested in that. But the IMDb rating was real low. And keep in mind, 2021, we probably did one Christmas movie a week out of the 40. Yeah, so true. True. Her writing partner, Megan McNulty, is also a working actress who has appeared in just one Hallmark movie, Taking the Reins, from 2021. I like that movie. Amongst a list of other projects, this is her fourth writing credit. She had previously written Christmas for Keeps with Nikki. Hmm. 
Catherine McNamara plays Casey Barlow. We last saw Catherine in Love Classified from 2022. She has 70 acting credits, including tons of episodes on the following series, Walker Independence, Arrow, and Shadowhunters. Her resume is long and varied, and it's nice to see her back on Hallmark. Marky and Tarusiak plays Eli Flint, something about a dude in a cardigan. Hello, wowie, zowie. Am I wrong? You are not. Okay. We've seen Markian in previous Hallmark projects like Welcome to Valentine, Christmas at the Golden Dragon, Our Italian Christmas Memories, and Grab Your Bingo Cards. He was also in two episodes of Virgin River. Do you know I started Virgin River? And what is your first impression? It's a little slow. It is. It's a little slow. I don't hate it. It's a little slow, though. Marissa McIntyre plays Sarah. She's got Nikki DeLoach's exact bangs. In fact... In fact, sometimes when they would show her, I was like, is that Nikki or is that Sarah? Really? You don't think they have the same bangs? I think they look, uh, yes, they have the same kind of blunt bangs, but Marissa has such a specific look to me. I scoured her IMDb. I cannot figure out why she looks familiar to me. And maybe it's the Nikki DeLoach factor. (laughs) But there's something about her, too. I'm like, I know her, and I don't know what I know her Mm. from. Well, let me tell you, this is her second project for Hallmark, having previously appeared in the movie Never Too Late to Celebrate from 2022, another movie we did not watch. Man. Sabrina Sodden plays PJ. Sabrina has just nine previous acting credits, and this is her first role for Hallmark. Alexander Nunez plays private investigator friend Liam. This is his first project for Hallmark. His previous 24 acting credits include the CW series Moonshine, as well as The Teacher and The Handmaid's Tale. Nikki DeLoach and Benjamin Ayers play supporting roles as Professor Ambrose and D.A. Quinn respectively people who loved the cranberry christmas might love their reprising their on-screen romance in this movie did that surprise you when they were like caught kissing i'd like to discuss it okay this movie was initially called exonerated and it was filmed entirely in ottawa ontario canada in mid-june 2023 and then they're like hey wait this could be a franchise we need a franchisable name absolutely what was your first impression of true justice family ties this movie ticked all of my non-hallmark boxes my first impression is none of this is admissible in court wah wah you're right though um Okay, so let's dig into what we liked about True Justice, Family Ties. One of the things I love most about the mystery movies is the lack of a focus on romance. Mm, Me too. Allows us to focus so much more on the story. And I'll save more of that, but... Oh, no. No, not the story. Uh, We're going to get a romance. That's just how it is. I know they're going to have like a slow burn. Yeah. But... The story stands alone without needing to build to a romantic final moment. Yeah, agree, agree. And I really appreciate that. I'm glad to hear that some was cut. Oh. Only because I feel like we were rushing to get through all of the suspects. Okay, fair. I want to DM, DM him now and find out, like, what was cut. I don't feel like... They didn't tell the story. Mm -hmm. But these movies are about 82 minutes long. I feel like with sometimes with the 
classic Hallmark movie, I'm like, that's plenty. With the mysteries, I'm like, they could they could use an extra 20 minutes sometimes sure. to tell the story, to flesh it out, to tell a full mystery in 82 minutes is challenging. Yes, but the counter to that is this movie, you had to like introduce all these people and all this stuff and You're right. all the backstory. So like, I feel like that takes a big chunk out of it. Maybe going forward, it's going to be a little more fluid. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe the first episode in these franchise movies takes a hit because yeah. of that. Yeah, that's what I think. I love that this was a procedural drama. Yeah. I'm thrilled to see something like that on the Hallmark Channel. Uh -huh. I know it was on Movies and Mysteries, but in the last two and a half years that we've been, how long has it been? Three. Three. This is like the first I've seen of it. Is mm -hmm. this a first? I saw a comparison to Darrow and Darrow, which is a Hallmark series, but it's been 10 years. Oh, wow. And I think this still does have a fresher take on what they were doing in that series. Well, I love that it was like based in the criminal justice system. We get a little bit of CSI. We get a little bit of Veronica Mars. We get a little bit of how to get away with murder. Mm. And those are great shows yeah. that have done very well. So I love that we're getting that kind of specific genre on Hallmark. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I like the idea of exonerating an innocent. Oh, yeah. Um, Nikki Deloach was interviewed by Southern Living, and this is a quote that I really liked. It says, it's important for people to be able to have redemption, and it's important for us to believe in redemption. I think we exist in a country where people have forgotten about how important it is for us to allow people to have second chances and to be redeemed, especially when they're innocent, and also to talk about how the justice system is made up of human beings, and human beings are going to make mistakes. That's really fair. Now, can I share something that was from the Facebook group, our Facebook group? Please. One of our Facebook group members said she had wished that the person who was exonerated was a person of color. There's a disproportionate number of people of color yes, incarcerated. Yes, exactly. And by extension, that suggests that there's a disproportionate number of people of color who are falsely incarcerated exactly yeah that's a great point in that thread there is something that i wished for too but we're gonna we'll get to it okay um the last thing that on is on my list of likes is you have a lot more <laughs> yes i do well let me talk about nikki and ben okay i thought they were a great addition to this movie and i saw a lot of commentary that people wanted more of them uh i didn't and not because i didn't love them i think they're in here just enough they our familiar faces, they kind of boost the movie a little bit uh -huh. by putting those two big names, but they allow the Scooby gang, as you and I refer to them, to shine. Yeah. And I think that's done well. I don't want this to be Nikki and Ben. I want this to be Catherine McNamara and her merry gang of crime solvers. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I do think Though the way this was promoted on social media, mm. it was kind of a bait and switch because mm. they were showing like Nikki and Ben as kind of the forefront of the, I have a specific photo in mind. I agree with you. Like, it's kind of nice. Have you ever seen a show 
introduce another show where they like roll over into like a crossover episode. Yeah, exactly. This what this is what that felt like to uh-huh. me. Like we have these two, you know, Hallmark actors who are loved and respected, and they're just a little bit of a like a teaser. Like they they're helping the new franchise sure. take off. So I I didn't mind it. I actually no offense, but I think they could have cut. Ben's role completely out of it. Like, I don't think we needed the Nikki and Ben romance at all. I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute and clever how she like walks in on them. But yeah, it wasn't necessary. No, you know, I think it's a, is a nice little like ding. Well, to your point about cutting Ben's role, I it started off and I was like, oh no, am I going to hate him because he's like this tough guy da? Mm-hmm. And then he comes around to be on her side. Yeah. In like a, well, if you happen to find that, I know a DA who might be willing to reopen this case. I like that he came around as the good guy. Yeah. I really didn't want to have to hate him. Fair. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) Let me finish the things that I liked about this movie. I love the big cast in comparison to like one or two key players, which we usually get like in a mystery. Curious caterer. Yeah, exactly. I feel like this is going to open the door for like... Uh, multiple story arcs. Like, I I think it's really cool that they're doing something like that. And I think this younger cast brings, like, a new, fresh energy to the channel. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm I'm super supportive of that. It really reminded me of, and I don't know if you watched it, the ABC series Scandal, the Shonda Rhimes show. I watched the first two seasons. Okay. So in terms like they had all these characters who worked for Olivia Pope. Yes. That's why I was like, what was her name? And it gave me the same kind of vibe. Yes. Like you have all these kind of like quirky, but like they bring something to the group as a whole to solve the project they're working on. Uh-huh. Finally, one of the funniest scenes, I thought there was a lot of like comic relief in this movie Uh too. There were a lot of really funny lines, but when PJ, the friend PJ is naming their group and she's like, let's call this our justice warriors or (laughs) let's free Marcus or whatever. I just thought it was funny. Of course, that's what kids, people their age are going to do. Like it was appropriate for their age to be joking about whatever their team name is. And that's what I liked about it. I have just one wish. Okay. You have a lot? And I have two. So I mentioned that one of the things I like the most about mystery movies is that there's less of a focus of a, on a romance. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't, didn't want it at all in this movie. Okay. I don't think that Casey and Eli need to be together. All right. I think their story's more powerful if they come together as friends, I think, to your point, the idea of this gang working together, the power of the friendship behind that, uh, maybe there's a romance for one of them down the line. I mean, I definitely see Sarah and Eli potentially developing. Eli. Sarah and Liam. Oh, yeah, okay. Developing a little something-something. I just, I didn't want it. I agree. It's not always necessary, Right. Yes. It's not always necessary. Let them find, like, their other people. I think it's a distraction. Like, let's tell these fun mystery stories. Let's have these quirky interactions. Like, your relationships happen out of the group. Yeah. Because obviously, Eli is going to become one of these justice warriors. Of course. So, 
I just, that's my feeling. I just don't need it. And I know we're, we're heading there. Let's hope and that they we're not all this trauma, right? Yeah. Like her brother went to prison and yes, he's been exonerated, but they still have to work through all that. Like her brother's still not in a great place. Like he wasn't an angel at this moment. Mm-hmm. They lost their parents. His girlfriend was murdered, even though she was cheating. There's all this, they've, there's a lot of trauma. For sure. That they need to work through before they come together. Yes. Yes. Here are my wishes. One, I think this story could have been simplified. Mm. For example, a similar story could have been told, but there doesn't need to be a personal connection to the victim and the criminal. Like, what are the chances? Yeah, so I was wondering in looking at this as a franchise, I feel like they're going to be like, oh, now that we know we're good at this, then we're going to, oh, someone came to us and was like, oh, there's this other. And now they're going to not have this personal relationship. Mm -hmm. But the question is then how do you get these law students involved? How does this start without the personal relationship? Yeah. I don't know. You're right. But yeah, her brother was accused of murdering her ex-best friend. Yeah. (laughs) Who also happens to be the girlfriend of some guy that she knows. That they're in the same law class together. (laughs) It just is too much. But I hear you that they needed the personal connection to actually make it happen. Because otherwise. But can you see, like, doesn't it feel very familiar where you have, like, a bunch of, a group of eager, like, law students and criminal justice. Inspired by Kim Kardashian getting the wrongfully accused. Okay, I wasn't going there, but, like... Yeah, but that's what she does. I know, I know. Sure, yeah, and they, like, discover this case, and they're like, this doesn't sit right with me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, here's the next thing I wish for. I do like Catherine McNamara. Hear me out. I, I wish... In one particular scene, I thought she was great throughout the whole movie, but in one particular scene when she's being strangled by the killer she confronts. Yes. I just needed more of a reaction. Like, this woman is strangling you. Like, it just was, like, not enough. A little Mm. reserved. Mm. (laughs) I don't know. Everything leading up to that I thought was really good. She's only being mildly strangled. Yeah, she was like, Are you not fighting for your life? Throw an elbow in that lady's face. Yeah. Like something. But I thought she was good. I liked her. Uh, some of the feedback on IMDb, which, you know, is brings out the worst in people, said that she wasn't good. I liked her. I liked her, too. Look, one of the IMDb reviews was very complimentary. And they're like, and I'm so glad they didn't write in a gay character oh, like I Hallmark likes to do. Great movie. <laughs> oh, so close. You were just so. I saw that. I saw that. Um, speaking of, did you see that? Do you have any? I have one. I have a couple thoughts. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. One is, okay, Casey visits her brother in prison. This is after he's been convicted. Uh-huh. They're sitting across the table from each other, which is fine. Like, some prisons are like that. Not that I have personal experience, but... <laughs> um, she asks, can I bring you anything from your place? And he says, socks, toothbrush, earplugs. I'm like, correct me if I'm wrong. You are not allowed to bring care packages in to prisoners. Yeah, probably like put money in the commissary account yeah, that so they I can, can get buy. Me some cup of noodles and some smokes, you know, like you can't. Earplugs? I bet they sell foam earplugs in the prison commissary. I They're bet they do. Selling- she cannot bring a toothbrush from his place. Bring me the oral beef. <laughs> My sonic hair. She gave me a break. What? Yeah. You can't do that. No, no. 
Okay, here's my two. First of all, um, Casey and Eli go on a stakeout, mm-hmm. and they're in matching black hats. They're in, like, <laughs> stakeout Barbie costuming. First of all, I feel like it's so much more conspicuous to have two people sitting in all black with a black cap on, like, in the front seat of a car. You're like, what are those people doing? (laughs) Of course. (sighs) Secondly, I loved Liam's many van decals. It was just, like, the dog groomer or whatever. But also, I was like, doesn't it make more sense to have an unmarked van? They're going to be like, I saw that dog groomer van. Stake it out. Ah. I am trying to switch them out so it's not the same one. It just seems... I just thought it was funny. Like, if this is not Mystery Inc., which I had totally forgotten that the Scooby gang had their right, name their Mystery band. Incorporated. So funny. What'd you rate this? I gave it 4.25 stars. Wow, 3.75 stars. I liked it. I love a murdery show. Give me more. Make it more murdery. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. Come back tomorrow for our review of a Scottish love scheme. Decidedly not at all murdery. In the meantime, we love your five-star ratings and reviews if you love our podcast. So open up the Apple Podcast or Spotify app and rate this podcast. Five stars, please. Bye. Bye. Bye.